and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week, I am joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Ross, our resident TV critics who put in the screen miles so you don't have to. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week, Alex talks to us about Danny Dyer's new series, Heat, which I caught five minutes of last night, Alex. I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about that. And then finally, we go back to the future to tell you about a programme you may have missed when it first aired or streamed. This week, Stephen tells us about World on Fire. But first, we'd like to talk about what everyone has been watching recently. Stephen... What have you been watching recently? Well, I started last night, and this is going back a fair bit. Um, whose line is it anyway? Start. Um, oh my god! How many episodes? Yeah. Are there? Well, I started. I think there's like season eight and nine are on Amazon, so I've started season eight of series eight. Like the UK one or the US or the no, no, the recent US the, or the the old like old stuff with the baggy shirts and the nineties yeah. and. But, but like the old, yeah. the old US one or the old UK one? US, very good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I've been watching a lot of it recently. Very much well, enjoyed it. Um, Is it not very just, of the time though? Still, no. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not like mock the week. Well, it, it is like mock the week. Like it's it looks similar, mm. but it's not like topical. Yeah. It's just a load of like obscure improv. Yes, yes, yes. And they and, get up and they do the thing where they have to come up to the mic and all that. That's that one, isn't it? Yeah. And it's very funny. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, when did it... It started in the 90s, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It um, started... <laughs> tap, 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 tap on my keyboard. <laughs> edit this bit out. It started... Um, 96. 98. Oh, of course. Oh, 88. What? I don't know. No, not 88. Really? Oh, the UK version, 88. Yeah. Because version, some of the yeah, but it was the same people like moved over. Oh, for for the US. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. There you go. There's more of that TV critic knowledge we love to hear from Alex. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that is time consuming, simple, and jo- and brings you joy, Stephen. By the sounds of things. Yeah. 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 Did I say time consuming? I meant not time consuming. If you're only packing a half an hour in here and there, that's that's pretty good. Alex, what about you? What's been on your yeah. Tell um, I I've actually also been watching Who's Line like what's like, clip, to, clip, Who's Line is it anyway? Hey, it's like, like, Does it just I come out know. line or something? Yeah, because I I've been watching like clip compilations and things, not full episodes. Oh, um, okay, okay. Which okay. is which, yeah, but um, what have I been watching? I got through another, not quite a full series, another seven or eight episodes or so of Hot and Catch Fire. Okay. Um, which which I'm still enjoying. Um. It's it's getting really really good. Um, in in ways that I, I I don't want to sort of like talk about specifically because it would you know be too right. detailed. But I really would recommend it to both. You're on the um, third series, and that's the last one. Yeah, there's there's four. So I'm four. yeah getting to getting to the end of it now. Yeah, um, you to explain where you're watching it? It's all just on um, the the channel four streaming. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yep. which is no longer called all all four it's just mm-hmm. channel four uh not confusing mm-hmm. but um yeah and no, i'm really enjoying that i think they've done a lot of very very good work kind of building up those characters across the past mm-hmm. whatever it is 18 25 episodes or so that i've seen so far mm-hmm. um 
such that it's got to the point where they can put them in all of these different kind of pressure cooker situations and 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 reveal new things about them and it's just very very well done very compelling and the fourth series when did that come out i think it would have been 2017 2018 or so oh and is there going to be more do you know no i think it's, it's done yeah oh okay it's interesting when you're in the middle of a a series that you really love or watching a program you really love and you know there's an end to it and you're like kind of maybe should i hold off i don't want to use it all up yeah i'll i'll probably start trying to pace myself a little better soon Uh okay but yeah that's and that's the main thing i've got got a few things i'm planning to watch soon champion on bbc one that looks quite good kind of looking forward to that or it started looking forward to starting it myself the tennis thing no no champions uh it's sort of like about the music industry and these two kind of competing siblings in the music industry oh Um, yes i heard an advert actually during the week yeah yeah Mm -hmm. the looking forward to finishing the tennis one as well Mm -hmm. probably should have done that already actually but yeah. So we're going to talk about that next week, actually. We will, we will yeah. talk about the tennis, and we will maybe talk to someone exciting from the tennis. Ooh, I'm excited. Come back next week to find out. Somebody who. famous. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. Um, and we also have the Emmys coming at, up. We uh, do. Well, today in, in terms of day of recording they'll be out by the time the podcast comes out so we're going to make you make some predictions and everyone can hold you to it no i'm kidding yes what do you think so <laughs> general yeah, we've got the, who's going to feature heavily the the nominations are out today they are out uh sort of 4 p.m on our day of recording so so when everyone's listening to this first thing in the morning as they have their breakfast croissants and whatever uh they will you know know them already mm. the emmys themselves i think they're probably going to delay to november december kind of time because the uh, writers strike and stuff partly because of the writers strike potentially because of the actors strike um there's an so actor strike i didn't know very, that there is very likely to be they'll they'll announce that today um today's like the last day of is their like, arbitration yeah. negotiation so unionized actors who are probably a lot of the guys that do the heavy lifting in the background of most of the TV programs we watch. It's those. It is, well, it's, it's sort of everyone because you oh. have to be a member of, of SAG-AFTRA, which Guild, is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, something like that. Mm. Um, well done so on yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> they're, they, they've been negotiating for a strike for a while. Um, similar kind of concerns as the writers, things like AI, things like residual payments. Um, they, it is looking likely that they'll strike. Um, they were coming to the end of their negotiation period recently, but then an open letter signed by, by people like Meryl Streep to the sort of head of the sag after board, like, mm. no, hang on a minute. We kind of want to strike, keep negotiating. So it was extended to today, same day as the Emmy nominations are being okay. announced, drawing it right back to where we began. Mm. Um, kind of the. Yeah, lo- lots of things, lots of things we nominated. Um, I feel like, Stephen, your day in the sun is approaching. <laughs> if there'll be no TV, new TV programmes next year, it'll be like Back to the Future 1, yeah. Back to the Future <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll just be f- w- one of many reasons why it'll just be Stephen on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Stephen, you're going to have to get watching, like you're going to have to double your watch time. <laughs> yeah. One of many reasons Stephen will have to double his working hours. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, I mean, all right, yeah. Alex, we'll give you some of that back to the future um, action as well. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about hot and cut fire. Emmys, um, <laughs> I'll wrap it up. But the main, the main Sorry. thing I'm kind of interested to see is the 
succession lead actor uh, race, and Stephen Covey oh. is here maybe because the, there there is a plot point here. But mm. Brian Brian Cox has put himself forward for a lead actor nomination, mm. um, which will very possibly kind of split the vote. Yeah. Kieran Culkin has also put himself forward for lead actor. Previously, mm. he's been for supporting actor. Mm. Um, so it is. It will be interesting to see if if all three of them are nominated. Who pays Kendall? Is he up as well? Uh, Jer- Jeremy Strong will be up. Um, yeah, I, I think. Me, in my personal take on the acting, I think he's the strongest. But yeah, is he the guy? Is he the guy that says, "If I don't get this, I think I might die." Yeah, that's him. That looks. He looks. I like him. Yeah. He yeah, is from fantastic. the clip. He's excellent. Yeah, because he's, he's he's so mercurial in ways, and he carries it all off very in a very believable fashion. You know, it's like mm. cringe, just very yeah. cringe for him. Everything. The the performance of the decade, I think. They were also good, though. They are also good. Yeah. Brian Cox would be an interesting nomination for lead. It is it is just interesting that he is putting himself mm. forward in that category. Mm. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll just be interesting to see how that affects the race. If it'll split, yeah. and maybe it won't go to any of them because like voting mm. blocks will be all over the place. Maybe. Pedro Pascal will end up exactly. I was going to say like the last of us, isn't it as well? Yeah. Who Which, else? Any other t- t- top tips you reckon? Um, I think it'll be interesting to see if if Bob Odenkirk and any of the Better Call Saul people kind of break through because mm. this will be the. I think this is the last. Yeah, yeah. They always get ignored. Yeah, yeah. They? they have historically not been yeah. uh, rewarded. So this will there be the was last. Better Call Saul. Finished last year, did it? Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah. sort of the nomination windows are a bit strange. Wider. Okay. Um, also, be interesting to see how Ted Lasso does um, in the comedy. Yeah. Um, categories. The Kate Winslet thing as well was big, Winslet wasn't it? Thing, which or Kate Winslet thing? Ruth. 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 I don't Ruth. know that Ruth. Ruth. I I can't imagine it mm. breaking because I don't know if it ever aired in the US. Um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it might. I have thought done, it was kind of critically well received. Do you know what I, I mean? I think yeah, like, it was. It was certainly very big here. But um, what was the other thing with uh, Kate Winslet this year that we watched? Um, this was the cop. The uh, mayor of East Town in in twenty twenty one. Was that twenty twenty? Yeah, that was a that was a good while away. We didn't even talk about it on the podcast. No, we didn't. We didn't even have a podcast. <laughs> back I then. feel like Screen Bat has always existed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, that would have made COVID better. Yeah. In our hearts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Our destiny. Um, so, okay. So, Emmys, yeah, it's all to play for, really. But it, Succession is going to be a big talking point. So, that'll be interesting. We'll maybe touch on that again next week when, when, we, uh, when we return. Yeah. So, in terms of what I've been watching, mainly just continuing stuff I was talking about last week. Finished Steel Town Murders, which I really enjoyed, really enjoyed. I think there's like a little sort of documentary thing on the Steel Town Murders as well, which I might um, watch the weekend, which is the actual cops, some of the cops that were involved in the real cases. And Taboo, also watching. Oh, off my recommendation. Yeah, sorry. So I started that this week. Loving it. Loving it. Stephen, thank you very much. Um, That's all right. Also eager to hear about uh, series two now. And that's about it. I can't even think. 
bit, bit of Wimbledon, but you know, Wimbledon's Wimbledon. Mainly just the end. You don't think to boo is like really, really creepy. Like considering it's very much not a horror, mm. it's really creepy. Mm. But an awful lot of those kind of period dramas are quite creepy, aren't they? It's mm. almost like par for the course, isn't it? I was thinking about that yeah, um, yeah. the other day and sort of comparing it to Gallows Pole and the way they've got kind of a kind of a fantasy sure. element as well. Not fantasy, but you know, macabre sort of otherworldly stuff going on. I think it's like when we look back at those times, they were so desperate and desolate and terrible that they want to add mm. sort of element of like otherworldly power or presence or whatever. And I guess people believed in that stuff more back then or whatever as well. Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, actually. I love the East India Company stuff. It's hilarious. Like it, it would just make you think. I mean, I'm quite early in it, so I don't know kind of exactly how it progresses. But sometimes you think, why hasn't somebody made more of a thing of this in the past you know that they were such a powerful entity you know and mm. you know at one point they say that they were more powerful than whole countries you know um yeah. but i thought that was interesting um the other thing that happened at the weekend was i was out at with my kids and we were in a planetarium and we watched a, a little film about the moon landings and um i was thinking to myself why has there never been a really decent tv series about the moon landings and about the all the mm. characters you know because it's such a rich story you know just like yeah. even the people on the ground and the you know just like based on the yeah. more the story of the characters than the actual moon landing if you know what i mean it's um, it's not quite the same but i recommend for all mankind uh yes. which is on apple tv plus um yes my brother said the same thing yeah. it is it is fantastic um yeah was one of my favorites of the past few years it's about um russian space it's about space race but russia wins yeah isn't it? yeah so it's yeah. kind of a alternate history kind of thing and a lot of the a lot of the people in it are either sort of actually or based on people from real life so a lot of the yeah. like mission control team that yeah. sort of thing but yeah that that's really well done yeah, yeah, I must watch it, actually. He, he recommended it as well. So, yeah, so there you go. Um, Okay, we are way over what we've been watching, so we're going to have to fly through the next two features. Um, First up, of course, is Alex with the new Channel 5 drama Heat starring... Danny Dyer. I was going to say London's own Danny Dyer. I was trying to come up with what, who's own. <laughs> London's own. Danny's own. Netflix, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, we, we call him we call him England England's own Danny Dyer, right? Sure. How does that? Sure. Uh, yeah, I read up about it and it was like, okay, fires, Australia, murder, intrigue, blah blah. I don't know if there's murder, there's intrigue. Um, tell us, tell us, Alex. Uh, yes. So this is this is Heat. It is is currently airing on Channel Five. Um, first episode Tuesday, last episode on Friday. This is very, you know. Mm beating heart of the, of the tv schedule we are we are on the cutting edge right now um it's about these <laughs> the, the these two two families two family friend groups uh yep. they go on their sort of their annual kind of holiday break danny dyer's family are going to stay in in the other fella's house um yep. for the week they are they have they have all got secrets as you would probably not be surprised to learn, um, mm. you know that they all have secrets because they talk about it very, very obliquely. Obviously. They're like, 
you can't tell him what happened and no yeah. one knows the truth of how I broke my arm and you know like don't go in my office it is ominously locked these yeah. are all verbatim quotes um yeah. not really but so it no it kind of is, it is. Yeah, I did watch yeah. a bit of it yeah but so it's yeah, you, you've got you've got these these two groups. They are they're all keeping secrets from one another. At, they're they're all sort of in this enclosed location. They are they are trapped because of an encroaching wildfire that's becoming more and more like oh god, hang on, this is this is worrying. You know, wildfire. Will we be burnt alive? I suppose. Um, and that is the yeah that felt that felt a bit too flippant but that is yeah the, yeah that is what happens in wildfires but anyway yeah. go on Alec <laughs> but, but so that that's the that's the situation it's the kind of pressure cooker environment it's the yeah I know what I want to compare it to but the name of it's gone out of my head the um, film with the Welsh actor and the dinner part I'll, I'll work it out later Richard Burton that's it so what's the <laughs> I worked that on, on my own but what's what's the film he did with the dinner party and the Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Right, um, right, right, right. Which is obviously famously a very good film. This is not yes. uh very good at all. Um okay. which is maybe not a surprise. The, I always find with these Channel Five dramas, it feels like people watch them specifically to dislike them. Mm. Because I've got a list of the reasons. No, no, I don't no. Like but it. so every every time there's one of those Channel Five dramas, we do a tweet about it. Like, yeah, you know, what did you think of this? And so yeah. every kind of Friday night or whatever at nine o'clock, my phone blows up. Like, this is shit. I hated it. Why did I watch all four episodes? I hated it from the start. And it's like, oh, mm. you don't get the sense that anyone actually enjoys these programs. It feels like mm. people just watch them and yeah. dislike them. Is there um, a phrase for that, like a hate watch? Yeah, or it feels I like know. that. Um, yeah. I would say that Danny Dyer is good in it. But the little bit of it he's, I saw of it last he's, night, he's, I was like, a, he was pretty I'd say he's a yeah. better actor than the rest of them. It's mm. it's distracting that he is Danny Dyer because obviously you know, yeah. you know his persona or whatever. One mm. of the others, uh, one of the Australian actors, Steve McMullen, is a presenter in Australia. Uh, he sort of does things like The Voice and, and that kind of thing. Sure. So I do kind of wonder how it plays to the Australians. Oh, They're all kind of thinking, oh, you know, he's maybe he is there, yeah. there Danny Dyer. Yeah, uh, and two um, or three of them are from, like, neighbours as well, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, it um, seems like a stellar lineup. Yeah, it's it's not very good. That, that, yeah, yeah, it didn't look great, to be honest. I don't, don't yeah, have it was a, a huge amount of insight to share uh, yeah. for a change. I did, I was like, because I knew we were going to talk about it, so I watched about five minutes of it, and I was like, it is very like that. It's like... Dad was on the phone to someone. I think he's having an affair. You know, it's just like, yeah, you can see a slight bit of rivalry between the two friends. You know, he's got a big fancy house and all that stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, okay, so maybe not worth the four hours of your life then. Yeah. yeah? I okay. I watched three and I, I know how it ends because they always send over spoilers like, don't reveal yeah. that this happens in big red letters before you watch it. Um, um, plight of a critic. I, yeah. yeah, it's tough. Um the ending sounds maybe sort of vaguely interesting. So, you know, okay. if you're sticking it out, maybe maybe stick with it. Okay, cool, cool. If you ever do watch the fourth episode, I, let I us won't. know if it's I won't. <laughs> I'm far too busy for yeah. that. Uh, okay, moving along. Stephen, we are going back to the future with you. We are talking World on Fire, and I presume this, this is because there's a new series starting at the weekend. Is that correct? 
It is, yeah. So I thought, what better, what better show to go back well, to than Well, you've got three and a half minutes to tell us about it after your pub. <laughs> that is more than fine. Well on Fire 2019, seven episode series, one hour long each. BBC One, available to watch at the minute on BBC iPlayer. Although I quite like this new style, go on. <laughs> I was just getting the sort of the brief preface out there. <laughs> it's set in around the outbreak of the Second World War, so from about March 1939 through to October 1940, that's the first series anyway. Mm-hmm. So it covers uh, major events across Europe. Um, and I guess the world. So you have obviously the outbreak of war, the fall of Poland, Belgium, um, Paris, uh, France, and um, sort of issues in Warsaw, the ghettoization of Warsaw, and the skirmishes in the South Atlantic, and um, sort of the early days of the war before it really heated up. But as things are really going to pop for normal everyday people. And you see the series, or the series follows the war through these like disparate groups across Europe. Um, and you have like couples that are trying to look out for each other and people on sort of both sides of the conflict and from many different countries as they try to navigate both the very real global war and their sort of everyday lives and like the fact that um, their mother doesn't like their new girlfriend and things like that. And so it's it's kind of like, a, in some ways, a bit of a family drama, but also a sprawling historical mm. epic series that's a very European project because because of the cast. So you have Leslie Manville's in it, um, Jonah Howard King, Julia Brown, um, Zafia Wishlas. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think she's a Polish actress. And Sean Bean's in it as well. Sean Bean's great in it. Um, but yeah, it's a very European show, um, which is really good. Um, and quite, like, I don't want to say well done because that doesn't mean anything, but it's constructed very well. It's very captivating. It seems like it went under the radar when it came yeah, out. I, think so. I mean, mm-hmm. It's maybe there wasn't really many big names attached. Like you had Sean Bean and Leslie Manville, but it's created by Peter Bowker, who I mean he wrote Marvelous and he worked on the A Word, yeah. but he's not I'm, he's not a big name. He's like Stephen yeah. Knight. I'd say I'm I'm quite fond of him as a writer. Um enjoyed the A Word. And and Ralph and Katie was one he did more or partially did more recently. Yeah. But yeah. He's a, and, and a nice guy, generally, just if I'm name dropping again. Um, um, okay, so generally speaking, then you liked it, you'd recommend, yeah, very, very enjoyable. Yeah. And and there was a new series, as you'll know, when you listen to Screen Bubble Weekend Watch, there's a new series coming out on Sunday, yeah. which will take place during the sort of the blitz. And yeah, the, yeah, so I am definitely getting all my TV recommendations from Screen Bubble at the moment. I just want you to know, I also started that now you run, then you run. Then you run, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. I watched one episode of it um, since we last spoke, and uh, I was like, oh, okay, you know, another one of those. Don't go into my office. There's secrets in there, type things. <laughs> I would you know? say I wasn't so sure about the first episode. Enjoyed it more as yeah. I went along. Oh, good. Okay, because yeah. there's enough there. There's enough intrigue to keep me, to make me go for sec- the second episode. But I was a bit like, oh, this is kind of ticking all the boxes. Blah blah blah. But um. 
Cool. Okay. Right. Well, we're way over time. So thank you for joining us this week. Do look out for Friday morning Screen Babble Weekend Watch, which will preview what to watch over the weekend and beyond. If you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms as National World. And and you can also find me at Morland Writer on Twitter and Alex Morland Writer on Threads and Instagram and probably more besides if you wanted to find me specifically rather than uh, do find Alex yeah do He's find me fun TV and find Stephen too yeah we're all about Stephen's going to be all over threads <laughs> we'd love for you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible we'll be back next week with more Screen Babble bye bye